Again, we'd like to take Bibles and turn to Second First Corinthians chapter two, and reading verses nine to twelve. Um, we're covering here all twelve verses, but we'll just read in the interest of time uh, verses nine to twelve, and you could read them for yourself when you get home. And verse uh, nine it says, once again, as we honor God by the reading of His Word, shall we all stand? I have not seen, nor ear heard, nor entered into the heart of man. Ye have not heard, nor entered into the heart of man, the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, Yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of the man of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given unto us of God. And may the Lord bless the reading of his word to our hearts. Father in heaven, again, we give you thanks for the time spent here in your courts. And Almighty God, please, Speak to us through the Holy Spirit. And that is the Spirit of God that you work in our hearts and that we all heal ourselves completely to you and allow you to have your way and course in our lives. Pray for lost souls that they might turn unto thee and be saved before it is too late. His mercies we ask to Christ, O Lord. Amen. You will be seated. The deep things of God. It is said, and I quote, you cannot study your way to knowing God deeper. You must have a personal revelation and relationship with God. The reasons of you have a deep, intimate knowledge of God is because they try to know him with their head instead of their heart, unquote. Do not get me wrong. You need to study the word of God. Study to show yourself approved to God in order you may rightly divide the truth a workman that needed not to be ashamed. But studying from a human standpoint, just studying the word of God from a human standpoint, is not going to reveal to us the deep things of God. It must, it must have to be done through the Holy Spirit, revealing things to us, and staying close to God, this is why 
The world is moving farther and farther away from God because they have not the spirit of Christ. And they try to do it in their own energy and their human reasoning. The Bible is a complex book. A complex book. It has 66 books. Let that register. And I hope that the younger ones, you're keeping that in mind. Anybody asks you, these are things that you should know. But these are not the things that are going to, uh, you know, get you go deep with God. But for, for knowledge, general knowledge, you should know that the Bible has 66 books. You should know that the Bible has 1189 chapters, 1189 chapters in the Bible. And then you could know the longest verse and the shortest verse, but all those are just for general knowledge and <laughs> they're going to make you in a deeper um, relationship with God. But, you know, and that the, 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 the book was written in three different continents. They were not together comparing notes. And it was in three different languages. By 40 different authors over a period of 1500 years. This is amazing. And all of them was on the same page. Yet it is coherent, unified. Miracles of miracles. I know to some of you, this don't mean anything. But this is Mind-blowing and mind-boggling that over 1,500 years it took to write or get this 66 book together from the Genesis to Revelation. And they were not in a classroom and sitting down and comparing notes and putting things together. It reveals a single unifying Underlying and overall story. The story of creation and God bringing uh, man separating himself from God by sin and God bringing back man to him and one day God is going to take us to be, live with him forever. Quite a story. It has been said that Waters of scripture are shallow enough for a baby to play in. But it is deep enough to join an elephant or a giraffe. You got it? Possibly a little bit? Okay. Amaya said she didn't get it. Okay. Micah asking for a rerun. This is a metaphor. The waters of scripture is shallow enough that a baby could play in and she don't drown. Shallow enough. But yet it is deep enough. Deep enough. Deep enough to drown an elephant or a giraffe. In other words, 
If you want to stay in the shallow water where the babies are, it's a matter to you. But there is deep waters out there. You know what um, Romans 11 and verse 33 said? Turn to it real fast, if you could. All the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. Let me see if I could find it here. I hope I quote it right. And I got in all of it. Romans 11, 33. This is a verse I have on the line in my Bible. Well, every Bible that I ever owned. All the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who hath known the mind of the Lord? Or who hath been his counselor? Or who first given to him? And he shall not recompense unto him again. Listen, when you give to God, God will bless you. But you hold back from God and then you expect God to bless you. You put all the money in the bank for people to um, borrow and do all kind of foolishness. And um, then you're dead and leave it there and children fight over it and you didn't give God any. And you go up to heaven and you expect to get a big mansion. Man, you won't get it a little, um, not out, um, a container. You know, they make turn container into office and maybe one of those things that you don't get. Pardon me? You expect to go up there and get a mansion when, when you when you do you only invest in a um, a container thing you know you know they have container and turn them into office and house and thing boy they're real artistic eh <laughs> for of him and through him and to him and in him are all things to whom be glory forever and ever listen this is sweet all the depth of the riches. Both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments. Interestingly, this morning, as I was telling you that in Sunday school class, we're talking about the deeper things of God. I said, wow, this is amazing. I had no knowledge that it was in the Sunday school lesson. Uh, you know, until I look at it yesterday afternoon, I began to study my Sunday school lesson. Um, you know, and I saw this and I said, wow, this is amazing. Because I had already chosen uh, this um, message a uh, long time, a few, probably, you know, well, a week ago or so. But this is marvelous and this is amazing. And if we get on, I understand that the, the, the Bible is so, so, so significant that it is an all-time bestseller. In spite of the fact that for hundreds of years, they've been trying to burn the Bible and get rid of the Bible. They have had many Bible-burning ceremonies in different parts of the world, trying to destroy it, and they can't get it destroyed. First Corinthians chapter 2. It's one of the great chapters of the Bible. And Romans chapter 11. It would be nice if you can Wrap your mind around it and memorize it. This chapter is indeed for those who are interested in the deep things of God. But let me tell you something. Majority of Christians, 
many Christians have no interest in the deep things of God. When you think of the fact that God stepped out of eternity and stepped into this universe, you wonder and have you ever thought of where God came from? Before God created the world, where was he? How many years God was around before he decided to come and do something about the world that was there without form and it was void? You read chapter one how God organized things. Things were disorganized. And he organized them. It will turn you mad to figure out where was God before creation? Who created God? Where God came from? But those are things that we would not be able to understand until we find ourselves up in heaven. Those who can appreciate the meat of the word. You know, the Bible talks about the meat of the word and the milk of the word. There are Christians who are still using the milk of the word rather than the meat of the word. They have no interest in the meat of the word. If you look at verses 6 and 7 of 1 Corinthians. Look at verses 6 and 7. We didn't take the time to read all of them, but I would like you to do that. It says here, verse 6. How be it? We speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Amen? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we like to talk about, I'm not perfect, but stop it. Now, when he say, uh, you know, well, we are not perfect, you know, and uh, 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 it means those who are mature. You need to grow up and be mature. You cannot be a baby all the days of your life. Babies have to grow up into children and children into teenagers and teenagers into adults. And it's abnormal for any child who wants to remain a baby. And some mothers spoil their children and talk about my baby. Baby what baby? If it's your baby, continue to breastfeed him till he stops going to high school. <clears throat> if you had a couple more babies behind, I would just stop talking stupidness. You heard the little story of the um, people who had the first baby and... Um, Oh my goodness, if a fly passed to close the bottle, they have to go boil the nipple, boil it, you know, because. And the second one came along, and when the thing dropped on the floor, he took it up and put it down on the pipe and push it back in the mouth. And when the third one coming along, you take up the bottle, the bottle drop on the floor, you take the bottle and you push it back in the mouth. And when the fourth one come along and the bottle drop is a child, go get it yourself. 
Kelly boy, they didn't boil, they didn't boil any nipple for you. <laughs> So Christians got to toughen up, amen. <laughs> but it says, <laughs> We speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world. No, of the princes of this world, but that come to naught. But we speak wisdom, the wisdom of God in a mystery, the mystery. We understand the mysteries of God. Even to the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. He has revealed them unto us in these times. Amen. What we are seeing is what people in the past or forecessors, uh, or, you know, ancestors and forerunners would have liked to see what we are seeing today. And what we know and what they did not know. It goes on and says that we have the spirit of God and Verse 12 and verse 13, we deal with spiritual matters. Verse 16 says that we have the mind of Christ. In Romans, it says that Romans 8 and 5 through 9 said that we are not carnally minded. In keeping with our subject, the deep things of God. You may not, or you may have heard the saying that the deeper the well, the more it will cost you. The deeper the well, the cooler the water. The deeper the well, the greater the abundance. The deeper the well, the higher the quality. The well is deep, so we have to dig deep in the things of God and cannot always be dealing with the surface stuff. It was Jesus who said, told the disciples when they were fishing, launch out into the deep. Brethren, it's time that we launch out into the deep and get to know the deep things of God. When we think of the Deep things of God. We think of spiritual matters. Romans 8, 1 to 6. We'll not take the time to read. Romans 11, 33 to 35, which we read already. Ephesians 1, 3 to 9. Number two, we think of the mysteries of God. There are many things right now that are still mysterious and we don't understand. And we will not understand until the day of Jesus Christ and until we see Christ, and we would not take time to talk about all of those things, but they are what they call unsolved mysteries. You've heard about unsolved mysteries? I, I think they still have the unsolved mystery of, um, um, I don't know what flight it is, but the flight, the Malaysian plane that went, uh, 
you know, or nobody understands what happened. It is not supposed to happen that planes just disappear because they have radar. But that is still a mystery. And um, a lot of things are still mysteries, really. But we're going to understand one day. One of the mysteries that you could think about is life after death. Life after death still remains a mystery. Still remains a mystery exactly how the mansions in heaven are going to be. We don't quite understand that part. But Jesus said it, and we believe it. Then he talked about the mystery of the church, Ephesians 5, uh, 32 to 33. He said that we are the stewards of the mysteries of God, of the ministries of God, 1 Corinthians 4, 1 and 2. Number three, when we think about the deep things of God, we think about deep faith in God. Listen, we need to have a deep faith in God. We tell ourselves, there is no going back. God, we are trusting you. We believe in you. 1 Timothy 3 and 9. We think of people like Abraham, Job, Noah, Joseph, Moses, Rahab, Gideon, Daniel. And the list goes on. And on. But then, brethren, finally, we can think about the deep love of God and the deep love for God. Who told Marisa to sing this alabaster box? I don't know. But that's what I have written down here. When we think of deep love for God, we think of Mary and her alabaster box. <laughs> I didn't know that she was going to sing either. And she didn't know what I was going to talk about when she was appointed. I don't know when she was appointed to sing the song, but when you think of the deep love for God, you think of what Mary did. Do we have that kind of love? You must have a deep faith and a deep love. What about us today? Do we have that type of love for God? We could go on and we could talk about the mysteries of heaven. Revelation chapters 21 and 22 that we don't quite understand. Streets like clear glass and streets of gold. and I don't quite understand how it's going to be. Boy, if that is true, yeah, I'm going to be rolling up on heaven. I'm not going to be walking on gold just barefoot, but I'm going to be rolling that, that gold to pay back for all the gold that I didn't get down here. <laughs> and people missing out on this offer. I can't understand it. How could people in these times... These challenging times, these difficult times, want to get along without God. When then, then we can talk about the incarnation of Jesus Christ. These are deep things of God. And we could go on and on and on and on. And we could be talking about the dispensations. These are deep matters. Some of you perhaps not even heard about the dispensations. The seven dispensations. 
Anybody can remember the seven dispensations that I uh, mentioned here sometime ago? I don't know when, I, when it was last, but um, the dispensations. You know, the seven dispensations. These are deep matters that we need to dig in. And, you know, you have um, Google and all kind of things. You could even Google them for yourself. What, what it is? Am I talking something here? No? Okay, okay. You, you just Google up and it tell you, give you the seven dispensations. That's something, that's, that's, that, those are blessings that we did not have. You have to go in an encyclopedia and all kind of uh, commentary and things to find these things and know you have them at your fingertips. And what? They keep them in the, in the phone. And if they lost the phone, they can't remember nothing. But then put it in your brain. <laughs> Like I said, that um, all of us are guilty because I used to keep phone numbers in my brain. I don't anymore. I keep them in my phone. Sometimes I feel so embarrassed when people come, Pastor Maynard, I need Pastor Wayne number. I say, um, I'm going to have to call back because I got to go in my phone. <laughs> What's your wife's number? Um, I'll call you back. <laughs> Shameful. Disgraceful. Because we, we are depending on that phone and we lost that phone, we lost everything. But when you have it in your brain, you can't lose it. The things of God, the deep things of God, put them in your brain. Don't depend upon your phone. I, I, it is a delight to see these young people memorizing the word of God. It is wonderful that you have the word of God memorized. Thy word have I hid in my phone that I might not sin against thee, right? Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Amen. Young people, older people, let us hide the word of God in our hearts. Congratulations to those of you memorizing the word. This is good practice. Be sure to memorize some of the Psalms and all the verses in Timothy and uh, Peter and like study thy show thyself approve unto God and so forth and you need those verses in your heart in your brain so that you may not sin against God and when the devil come you can say Satan get thee behind me it is written it is written it is written. I encourage you. Dig deep in the word of God. Do your own Bible study. You are not going to get all of this Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. You got to do a lot of your own. You know, like classroom work, especially in college. You go to classroom just to get assignments, and you go home, go do the work. Sixth form. You don't have to depend upon your teacher for everything. You go there to get assignments and the concepts and you go home and you work on it and put away your computer games. No time for playing around. And you get time. You have time saving devices. You take time 
to read and study the word of God. That is how you are going to get involved in the deep things of God and understand the judgments. And I like where it says, brethren, we judge all things. And that is why we're not supposed to go to courts and have lawyers and judgment and our judges make decisions for us. Brothers and sisters, not supposed to be going to courts. If you don't believe me, in closing, let us turn to it. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 15. Listen what it says. But he that is spiritual judgeth certain things, right? Judgeth all things. Yet he himself is not judged by any man. Shame on us. And brothers, brothers and sisters, take each other to courts. Husband and wives, take each other to courts. Family members, take family members to courts. This should never be. And we're Christians. How can you, who judge all things, sit down and let ungodly judges and lawyers turn you and twist you and take every cup out of your pocket? We should be mature enough that the pastor be able to settle a matter fairly. But instead of having the pastor to do it, and you do it among yourselves, get ungodly judges and lawyers to sit down and judge you. It's a disgrace and an insult to God and his church and his people. Impossible. Dear you, brothers and sisters, going to courts. I don't even remember what chapter it is. I think it's chapter 5, um, 1 Corinthians, I think it is. Dear you, I dear you, any of you, go and sit before ungodly judges. Godly lawyers and make fools of you. You have the spirit of God. And you should be able to judge all things. When you know the deep things of God and you know these things, you'll not allow these things to happen. You can have, you and a husband can't get along, brothers and sisters, and you want to have a, you have a settlement. And let the pastor settle it, and the pastor must be impartial and settle the matter. But you say, no, 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 no. Going to court because I want everything. I want the house, I want the care, I want all the bank book and everything. And you want a pound of flesh along with it. These things should not be. We must see ourselves as who we are. We are the people of God. We are special people. We are royal priesthood. Royal. I therefore urge you to take time out with God. Meditate on the word of God. Read the word of God. Study the word of God. Getting a closer relationship with God. And only then that the spirit of God will reveal the deep things of God to you. Sister Renal, you ready to sing for us? You have the song queue up. Come to Jesus. Listen. Maybe you need 
I don't know if anyone here tonight who is not saved. I believe everyone I trust it is. That everyone here is saved. You're saved, baptized, and filled with the Holy Ghost. But whatever God is saying unto you, do it. <laughs>